and whinge, our Minister for Everything, Daryl Manzi. You must just be rubbing your hands with glee, my friend. There is just so much fodder. There's chum in the water here in the Northern Territory. <laughs> there always has been, there always is, and oh. there always will be. And uh, politics in the Territory is always very, very interesting. And any uh, any um, social observer who wants to um, see the, uh, the raw depths of uh, political posturing and backflips and all sorts of things, you just got to come to the Territory and... Uh, you can write it up. Get your you get your doctorate pretty quickly because it's all living <laughs> in front of you. You reckon uh, we'll have a second volume of Crocs in the cabinet? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I doubt now whether that we'll see that that mm. particular thing. But mm. I, I, I want to start first on COVID, COVID nineteen. Now we've got the Victorians already, you know, in trouble, um, and uh, I just look around the territory and we see a lot of people now who aren't sort of washing their hands every time they go yeah. in and out of a toilet or uh, um, just, you know, they, have, they haven't got any of the, the old hand wash. Um, they're a bit close to one another. And I think, you know, you've, if you don't practice that, it'll come back. Now, there's two things in this. One is there was never a move to completely eradicate Australia from COVID-19 because it's impossible to do. It's, it's, a, it's the same, it's a virus from the same family as the common cold. So, you know, you can stop the cold spreading if you do all the right things. Again, washing your hands, wearing face masks, don't cough uh, in, the, in the street, uh, mm. you know, do all the things that uh, uh, people um, uh, have learned about for years and you can minimise even in the same household someone with a cold can be sort of semi-isolated if you practice a lot of the things that we've been taught so you'll never eliminate it until you get a, an anti mm, a, a vaccine, a vaccine. Yeah. so the whole idea of all the practices with COVID was to, to, to minimise it um, and to be able to get it down to a level where you can deal with it very easily. You've got hospital beds, you've got all the equipment and you can uh, perform the normal sort of medical processes, which means you'll probably get less people dying from COVID than maybe from uh, flu or pneumonia, you know. Mm. But uh, And senior people, senior citizens are, are, are more susceptible and they've got to really be aware of just what, how and what to behave to make sure they minimise the chances of catching it. So that was what the whole idea of this was. So we we could, you know, sort of deal with COVID in the community because it's going to be in the community for a long time. There's a lot of people around saying, we've got to eliminate it. Well, we can't eliminate it. We can, we can stop um, um, it occurring by locking ourselves totally down. No one goes in and out of the place. We put up fences, borders. We, we don't talk to anyone from interstate, you know. I mean, and, and, and of course, industry stops. And so no one's got a job. Um, and it's just, you can't do that because if you don't, in our society, if you don't have a job, you can't feed yourself, mm. you can't live. So we've got, to, we've got to start being sensible about how we're looking at this. And um, we've got to start thinking about when our borders are open, and we're opening them in, in, in uh, mid-July, how we, we should be behaving um, and make sure we minimise the chances so that our hospitals, which I doubt are still ready, I doubt whether, I think it's all been happy sailing because there's no patients mm. going to a hospital. It's pretty quiet in one. I went in one the other day to visit someone and uh, I thought, gee, there's a bit of room here for a few patients. So we're, we've got a sort of 
make sure we've got our hospital stock with the right equipment. We've got enough ventilators so that if we get spikes, we can deal with them. We should be making sure our hospitals in regional areas like Tennant Creek and uh, Catherine and Nullumboy have the capacity to look after people with COVID. Um, and I don't know whether we're doing that or not, but we really need to understand we're not going to get rid of this disease mm. while you know, planes fly in while ships visit our shore, while we're exporting things on ships from overseas, um, we can't eliminate the possibility of that disease. We can slow it down, we can minimise its occurrence, and we as individuals probably can do the most in regards to that. So we need to sort of be aware and maybe re-educate ourselves a little bit about what it is and how we need to make sure we ensure we're safe mm. and we ensure we practice uh, appropriately so i thought that was worth talking about the other issue of course is the week <laughs> the week in politics uh, hasn't it been a, an interesting one um you know first of all uh, uh, uh the, the speaker uh, she's no longer the speaker she's the member for uh goida, goida mm. and uh uh, she's uh, certainly um, going to go through a few more trials and tribulations but uh, i think at the at the other end of it probably she'll still be the member for Goida. Um, and uh, I, I still have great concerns about the fact that uh, the Chief Minister is the Minister for um, ICAC and uh, really you shouldn't have a you don't have a Minister for Judges, you shouldn't have a Minister for ICAC. ICAC's independent, reports to the Parliament, so the Parliament has to deal with it and it either goes through the Speaker or the Deputy Speaker and any of the, any government um, reactions to what's in a report need to be steered by the Attorney General who's the First Law Officer. So they're, they're all about ensuring there's no perception that uh, ICAC is connected to the government. What we've seen in, in the two performances that have involved ICAC is a direct link with the government and that perception is just so wrong and creates a, 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 an impression that this is, uh, you know, this is the government's uh, action man, like mm. the, the terrier dog, let's set ICAC on them. You know, it's, it's not a good look and I think all involved should take a good hard look and... Uh, and maybe talk to some uh, legal experts about it. But uh, anyway, that by, by the by, Terry's in trouble with them at the moment and a uh, bit of a story on page seven of the newspaper about uh, his uh, little adventure with um, uh, hiring staff before he's, uh, the Parliament's confirmed opposition status on him. Very bit, expensive yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, well, it's, it's a, it is an expensive uh, What, $2,000-odd a day? It's not a bad little salary, is Holy it, eh? cow. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem, too, we have. The, the, the people who work um, and the senior public service get a lot more now than politicians, and mm. it's, um, those sort of things should be up front. How much do they earn and all that? I mean, there's no... There shouldn't be any problem with that. Everyone should have their their earnings out there, like our Qantas man who's uh, you know, just sacked 6000 I forget how many millions he earns a, a year, but it's multi, multi-millions. He could uh, drop his salary down to a million and probably employ, um, you know, about 30 or 40 people on, on, on $100,000 a year with what's left yeah. over. He, That's the sort of thing we need as a community to look at. And we need to start saying, hey... You know, when is there too much is too much? I mean, that's that's just a, appalling. An Irishman too. He's probably sticking it all on the Bank of Ireland. Is but it interesting <laughs> to you? Is it interesting to you that um, that Terry is bringing in advisers from South? Well, I, I guess it just highlights um, 
the propensity of uh, of, of uh, some politicians to bring people from interstate. Oh. I've always been a great believer that we we have the capacity amongst our local people to do things, and when we start ignoring that, we then um, people who have aspirations to, to grow in whatever they're doing, it cuts them out. If you're a public servant and you see your boss keep on coming from interstate, well, you start thinking, well, I'm leaving because I'm not going to be able to get much out of this. Um, whereas uh, in the past, after self-government, we were so conscious about making sure that local people had jobs. And one of the, the reasons that the university was pursued so, so heavily by us was so that um, local uh, public service could actually go back to the uni part time and, mm. and upgrade their qualification so that they could be eligible to keep going. It was, you know, I mean, there's a whole lot of things that uh, are happening now which um, no one seems to have any pride in being a Territorian. We don't, we seem to be medicant. We hold our hands out. Oh, Commonwealth Government, give us some money. Oh, it's your fault, Commonwealth. You're not giving us enough. While we're borrowing money and just blindly spending it on some of the figures of just... Is, is frightening and uh, it, it's going to have to come to a head one day and uh, it's not yet. So um, I, I, that, that worries me. But I think, you know, what... what uh, you know, Terry, Terry in the newspaper, page seven today, with that when he was criticising Paul Henderson uh, for having the, uh, the nerve of, uh, of accusing him of, uh, you know, a few things, um, Terry reacted the way Terry always does. Becomes quite... Uh, uh, abusive in terms of um, attacking yeah. the man, not uh, dealing with the issue. And uh, he's, uh, um, uh, and I love his little quote. Um, first of all, he's, he, he hit back. It's a little wonder Labor lost government under Paul Henderson. You know, so attacking the man, not attacking mm. the, the issue that was raised. But he says, people embrace my leadership because I listened to them and pursued a vision. There's no social licence for fracking. The risk to our water is significant. Now, that tells me two things. Either Terry has not read uh, the Pepper report, he hasn't read the um, the Hawke report, he hasn't read the nine other reports, very, very detailed reports um, with, with masses of scientific information to show where the um, conclusions have come, to, come from. He hasn't read it because he would know... Um, if he read it, that there is no danger to water. You do this properly. We've been fracking in Central Australia for 50-odd years. Never been a problem. You know, utilising uh, the, the companies themselves are practising in environmental processes that uh, minimise any of that sort of stuff happening. Um, there's no water where they're going to be drilling. And so Terry, Terry has either not read the reports, which would be totally irresponsible, or... He's lying about uh, what he's saying because he's saying that the massive uh, water risks are there. Um, if you read the reports, you realise that's you know, all, all bumpkin. And uh, I, I'm disappointed, but I guess people are starting to see the real um, Terry Mills at the mm. moment.